Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 218. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Kinder. The Ghana and Australian electronic sister duo have just released their second EP for the year, which is entitled Aquaba. In today's episode, we're speaking with Bryony and Savannah about collaboration in songwriting sessions, their introduction to music, and the emotive nature of dance music. Here we go. Our guests today are a sister duo from Maitland, New South Wales. Originally starting out as a DJ duo, they then pivoted to singing, songwriting and producing their own music. They've opened for the likes of Marshmallow and R.L. Grime, and this year they've released two brand new EPs. That second EP, Aquaba, was released last month in November. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Savannah and Bryony from Kinder. Hello, how are we? Hi, Hi very well. Thank you. <laughs> That is good to hear. Uh, where are both of you uh, joining us from today? Um, we're actually at our mum's house in Maitland. Lovely. Maitland, New South oh, Wales. Oh, New South Wales, yes. <laughs> little country town. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, because um, from, if, if I've done my research correctly today, you're both uh, originally uh, from Maitland, grew up there. Yeah, yes. we did. Well, we were born in Sydney, but we, we came here when we were quite young, yeah. It's um Right. It's a beautiful little town. There's not a lot to go, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it is nice. It's peaceful. I have been to Maitland before. It is a very beautiful um it is it is quiet, but I think that is a that is not a bad thing. We're from Adelaide, so like quiet towns are a, a good by us. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's nice. <laughs> we live, well, I live in Sydney now, so it's nice to come here for a little bit of an escape. <laughs> of course. Uh, what's the, uh, is there much of a music scene up in Maitland? Not really. There's a festival that comes every year, Groove in the Moo. I think that's in Adelaide. I think Adelaide. Yeah. Um, Which is huge here. But there's oh, like a little bit more now and like, I used to work at a pub here in Maitland that has an amazing music scene. Like they get some really cool musicians that come and play there. So I think, yeah, it's a bit of a hot spot. But other than that, there's not a lot. <laughs> could we possibly say that Kinder maybe is, uh, could be a, a contributing factor or like a, a catalyst for a music scene in, in Maitland? Oh, <laughs> <Nice. Nice. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
now, I do appreciate uh, both of your time today. It is a very exciting time for yourselves. There is a brand new EP out uh, for Kinder. It is the second of the year. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. Aquaba? Yes, correct. You got it. Beautiful. I thought that the two A's that might be, uh, yeah, that little swing of it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You got it. Firstly, congratulations on this um, EP because it is a it's a brilliant piece of dance work. So first, I wanted to just say, yeah, congrats on on this EP. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Of course, of course. Well, um, first, I guess wanting to get into it. Uh, this is the second EP for the year. The first one, Yenko, came out in May. So I, I guess firstly, I'm wanting to know what's going on in terms of the output of kinder because it seems like you guys are just kind of like let's keep moving let's keep putting stuff out yeah, yeah. because we were actually quite slow with the first ep it, we really oh, yeah we time. took out like three years and then this ep actually was we made it in 2020 so. <laughs> but i think once we got on that role of being like okay um, it just, it felt good to be constantly moving. I feel like this yeah. is where we want to be now. It just, yeah, it just feels better to be constantly putting out tunes. So we're hoping we can keep up this momentum, that's for sure. And I think we were kind of scared to put out dance tunes when we couldn't dance before. So I think it's good now. Yeah, that was talking about, yeah, in the pandemic, pandemic. it was well, in the lockdown, we were hesitant to put stuff out then. We weren't sure whether it would do anything, but, um, you know, now we're kind of back with putting it all out. <laughs> no, well, it is, it is very exciting and it is, um, well, I think it is being obviously much more appreciated the fact that people can go out and enjoy these songs in their, um, I want to say in their natural habitat, if you will, in clubs, outdoor festivals. Mm. Just touching on what you mentioned, like I guess having having these songs for a while and, making the conscious decision to not release them during a pandemic. And although it kind of, you know, it opened up and then it closed and opened up and closed again. Um, how, how difficult was that for you both? Cause you've, you've put a lot of hard work and um, emotion and heart into these songs as well. What's it like having to continually, I guess, push them back to a point where you know that they'll be embraced in their fullest capacity? That was a hard decision, I think, because we were, yeah, we were just so keen to get moving. We just kind of signed that body of work, our first EP, to a label. And so it was all kind of like, you know, full steam ahead. And then it all stopped. And it was really, we were really unsure what to do. We were kind of watching, like, even though we wanted to make our own decision, we were watching what are other people doing? How are they going about this? Obviously, no one knew. We're looking at other dance artists and we're kind of like, no one's putting out music. So we're like, do we not do it? But then it was hard because then I felt like we got a bit demotivated. Yeah. And then we kind of saw people start to make that shift. And then you saw lots of music coming out. Like, oh, okay. I feel like you've just got to get on with it. (laughs) Yeah. You'll fall behind. (laughs) But it was definitely hard because no one knew what the answer was. So we're kind of going back and forth between us and our team and going, what do we do? (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, we got there. I can very much appreciate that. I think, what was it? Um, The first single, Keep Up, was the first musical sing- uh, song that you guys had written I guess since the pandemic or the was the first time being able to write while still seeing people 
Oh, sorry, for the first time? Yeah, for the, yeah, first, for time. the first time. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yes, we're so excited. It's the first time we're going to get out of um, well, the backyard. Yeah. I'm a state. <laughs> oh, no, we're no, in the state. state. Very top of the state. Very top of the state. <laughs> <laughs> what was, um, what was the, that experience like, being able to get back to working with people and collaborating? That was like a magical experience because we were up in Byron in like the hinterlands and we wrote it with two guys, Jono and Jonty, who are amazing musicians and they're so talented and we all kind of just connected and sat around in the lounge room and we're jamming and then he, in the studio, there's like a massive like forest out the back and we went down there and just sat in peace and wrote some of the tunes and it was just it was just so nice being able to like, yeah, connect with people again and, and just being a new environment. Yeah. It was really motivating and inspiring. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you find that collaboration is a, is a, a big part of the band, obviously, and we'll discuss this in a little bit as well, that you, you are family, you are sisters, but I guess, yeah, what kind of um, job does collaboration play when it comes to, to both of you making music and how often you let other people inside that little world as well. We usually do a lot of it, just us two, and then bring on people later. Like we do do sessions, but we kind of love just working together. Yeah, a lot of the songs, I think more than half of the songs that we put out have started with just us two. And then, yeah, exactly. Get other get people, people involved later. It's only in the past like year or six months even that we've been doing some more just on our own um because yeah we've been big fans of collaborating we felt like in the early days we actually kind of needed people to help us get to the finished yeah yeah state but um yeah so it's kind of a mix for sure and we're getting better at doing sessions. I remember when we were first so started, scared. we didn't love it. We'd have to like, we would come in with a book and have like five songs prepared and we're like, oh, we want to choose from one of these. And we didn't know that's usually, you can do that, but usually people just start from scratch. People thought it was really unusual. Like, oh, but we're going to make, you know, we're here to make a song. Why do you have a song? I'm like, what are you talking about? We need to but we're getting better at that now. And I think yeah. collaborating is so special because you wouldn't think of certain parts and they just make it something you could never really do or think of. Yeah, exactly. I, look, I can very much appreciate coming in with a book. I think maybe in a similar mind I would do the same, even though you know that it's a, a procedure that's meant to kind of be involved with all, you still want to go in with your best foot forward and being prepared. There's nothing wrong with that. So I can very much appreciate kind of wanting to, yeah, have have that measure in place. Yeah, yeah it's good to be organised. Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to talk about, if, if you'll allow me, um, my favourite track on the record. I know that it was, uh, it's the last track on the record, The Takeaway, and that I think you had previously posted or very recently posted, sorry, that it, um, that it was a song that was close to your hearts, that this one was probably the band at its most vulnerable. And I was just wondering whether you would, um, and, and if not, that's fine as well, but if you would kind of take us a little bit behind the scenes on the catalyst and where this song kind of was created from. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For sure. Uh, it was funny because at first when we began to write it, Jono, who was the <laughs> producer, he kind of gave us some starting points. He was like, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was something like, I want you to like explore the idea of like, I think it was like the universe. And, the, yeah. The universe and, and like oh. energy and like a feeling. I want you to like convey like a, this like universal experience or feeling, but the way he said it, we took it so literal. literal. We were like, Oh, he wants us to go and <laughs> write, write about, about being insane. <laughs> 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 we like wrote this whole thing about like space and like look at the stars. <laughs> we came back to him. He's like, oh, he's like, maybe I just meant more like be a bit more real. He's like, no, just like just we want you to just portray a feeling that people can you know connect to. Like, oh, we felt so silly. So we, we hadn't been prepared. We prepared, or <laughs> we hadn't been mingling with people for so long. We just you know forgot how to communicate. So we weren't quite getting what he said. But anyway. We ended up scrapping that whole idea. Yeah, and that's when we went down and sat in that big, beautiful garden and then we kind of just wrote from... I was really struggling at that time in my life. I had just gone through a big breakup and I like you got me through that and I think we just sat there and we were... Yeah. Got real about it and... Yeah, we wrote from that perspective, didn't we? Yeah. We were obviously locked in the same house together through Savannah's breakup. I'm not saying that I felt what you felt, but I went through it with her every day side by side. So it was kind of in a way easy for me to help you write about it. Um, And that's how it came about. It's just about, you know, hopefully helping someone who might be also going through a horrible time to know that you'll get through it at the end of the day. Yeah, there's another side. I'm glad to hear that there was a happy resolution to that. And I'm very sorry to hear about the breakup. Um, He's got a new partner now. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And I'm friends with my ex, so it's all good. (laughs) Um, Firstly, I guess, is there a possibility that maybe in the many years in the future, we would hear the the literal space song on maybe like a deep cuts B-side compilation? I'd find it, but we should try and dig it up. That would be so funny. <laughs> yes. Fingers day. crossed. Maybe we'll maybe a live set will we'll hear that leaked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing I'd love to kind of talk about in relation to the song was that it seems that it is um, 
I feel like dance music in 2020 at the moment seems to be having a big, res- not resurgence, what's the word, that emotion in dance music seems to be having a bit of a moment. I think that um, uh, I've seen other people posting about this track from Kinder. I know that um, Fred again is a very popular artist at the moment, that people seem to be mm-hmm. taking the the cathartic nature of dance music very seriously again in a way that I think is fantastic because it is a, it can be a powerful tool for, I guess, processing or just going through whatever you need to go through. Um, I guess in relation to that, do you, from a creator's perspective, have you noticed that in, in dance music coming out more, or I guess with yourselves compared to when you first started being more vulnerable and open in, in what you're putting out there? Definitely. I mean, I think Fred again is a great example. Like, yeah. It's just, just yeah, it just brings this energy out in you, doesn't it? Just listening to just the, I guess, not only his like sonic soundscape, but the lyrics and like the poetry that he has in it. It's just incredible. And I feel like, yeah, it's, it's great that this, this is starting to happen. Um, because yeah, I feel like people want to be able to express themselves and and feel something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great to have both. Like you know, it's good to have those songs that are kind of just like straight out party anthems. Let's not think mm-hmm. about anything and let's just get into it. But I think it's um no, it's it's great that that's happening. Definitely, definitely starting to see it more, and um it's exciting for us because it was nice to be able to explore that avenue and it's nice that people are connecting and resonating with that. So it allows us to be able to, yeah, keep exploring that side for sure. 100%. Um, I would love to discuss, I guess, the the beginnings of music for both of you. And I know that, um, I, I, where was it? Reading somewhere that the the household that you grew up in was, somewhat musical that there was a lot of music kind of being played around that time I was wondering if um both of you kind of recall your first uh so not even making music but your first interaction with music and and I guess first memory of of music I know yours for some reason I don't know what was mine (laughs) when dad would play Bob Marley to you when you Slept oh, in the yeah, car. Yeah, that was my lullaby. Was Bob Marley. Um, so I have a very strong connection with Bob. <laughs> but I mean, I think Savannah has always been the more musical one. You? Oh yeah, like I played instruments pretty much my whole life. Mm. Um. I think I was really I was the dancer. So when I was, you know, dancing it. Stedford and whatnot when I was like five I think that's when I really fell in love with music and then I a friend of mine in primary school um started getting piano lessons and I just really like thought she was cool and wanted to copy everything she did so then (laughs) I got piano lessons and then I started I fell in love with playing piano and then since then yeah I picked up guitar and yeah so I know before oh sorry sorry (laughs) No, um, you keep going. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I, I know uh, before the the emergence of Kinder, Savannah, you were writing your own music and, and doing your own composing in that kind of way. Was it in a similar uh, genre to, to what it, Kinder is now or were you looking at more like a, mm-hmm. yeah? 
No, definitely not. I was writing like ballads and stuff and I really wanted to be like a movie composer at one stage. So I'd like write these pieces on the piano and it was never, I never really wanted to do dance music until I was like in high school. But before that, like, like later in high school, before that I was, yeah, very much. I wanted to kind of make like orchestral music. <laughs> but then Bryony introduced me to DJing and electronic music and then it just kind of all fell into place and it, that's where I wanted to be, like that's what I wanted to be doing. I was going to to follow up with that, Bryony. I know that you then introduced Savannah to DJing and, yeah, I guess help this birth kinder. Um, what was it originally about DJing for yourself that attracted you to 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 doing it? I I remember I loved this song. It was Adventure Club's remix of Forgotten It Now. Oh, I'll remember it, but it was an Adventure Club remix. And I loved it so much. And I think that was like my first um like song that I really resonated with that was like, yeah, a dance song. And I think I'd just turned 18, so I could just start going out to clubs. And I remember being like, I would love to just like be able to be up there on stage playing this song. And that's like where the idea started. And then it wasn't until like two years later when I went to uni and there were like dance parties there. And I was like, oh, I might, you know, get the DJ thing to go here. (laughs) And that's, yeah, that's when I started getting into it. And yeah, then I convinced Savvy to come and play with me. (laughs) When when you were starting out, was there a go-to um, go to track, like a favorite track to kind of play or drop when you're teaching? Yeah. And funnily enough, I actually don't think I ever played that song <laughs> once I started <laughs> DJing, the one that inspired me to get into it. But oh, we used to play, there was like this remix of the um what was that? That um Fuji's yeah we had a remix of it and the, um there was another one of california love oh yeah we're well, very much into like future house yeah chris blake did this remix i think and played it in every set um yeah it's like funny because you hear those songs now and it takes you straight back mm-hmm. to that time <laughs> I love that. I I will be looking at both of those remixes to try and see a little bit of a snapshot to back in time. Um, Kinder is, well, I believe that you've already played some shows this year um, and you do have some more shows, which I'll touch on in a second, but how glad are you have those, How I guess, how's the return been going back to the stage and being able to kind of finally play songs in front of people? Now it's really good and we really appreciate it, but I think when we first started, it was a bit up and down like a roller coaster because people weren't used to going out again. Yeah, it was funny. Like at first, it was like everyone. I remember our first show that we played, um, Pukdu. Oh, that was so that was fun. Awesome. That was just before the second lockdown. Yeah. And everyone, it was just crazy. One of the best shows we played. Yeah. The first time everyone was out. And then after. Yeah, after the second lockdown, there was just, a, it was a bit slower to get into. Some shows were really hit and miss. It was actually really hard. It was like 
yeah, around the country, you're hearing of artists that were actually struggling to put on shows because there was that uncertainty. And so we definitely copped that a bit at the beginning and that was hard. But um, I feel like in the last few months, it's getting back on its feet and those shows have been really great for us and it's been awesome. Yeah. That is awesome to hear. I know that there's been a lot of excitement about catching um, Kinder back on the road. I think that when this episode airs, there is still dates in, I want to say, um, WA and in Hobart. Uh, what can these people expect um, from these shows that are coming up? Oh, going to be fun. Very <laughs> <laughs> excited. Um, we have some unreleased tunes that we'll be playing. Yeah, I think both will be, oh, I think they'll be like mainly DJ, DJ stuff, won't they? Oh, no. Uh, we'll I be mean, singing live as well. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be singing, we'll be dancing. But, yeah, I feel like we'll make a lot of edits, some new, some new things for sure. That is very exciting to hear. We'll make sure that um, all the show details are in the the podcast show notes of this episode so that people can catch it on tour. Um, Savannah and Bryony, usually we would ask our guests what they're currently listening to, if there is anything at the moment that's on high rotation for yourselves, respectively. Mm, Good question. I mean, I've been listening along with everyone at the moment. I have been listening to a lot of Fred again. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's now out. Really good. Actually, I've been listening to that. It's not. not. It's awesome. Um, And Canada and the loop? Oh, yeah, Canada. Canada. I don't know how to say it. Canada or Canada in the loop. (laughs) He's really cool. artist who... Oh, I just, there's a song called Blur and it's like one of my favourite songs at the moment. I love it. Very, very solid choices. Um, Both fantastic artists. Um, But firstly, uh, sorry, not firstly, lastly, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today, Savannah and Bryony. We do appreciate it. And congratulations on the brand new EP, which we will be putting our links to in the show notes. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks so much for chatting to us. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Kinder for their time. Aquava is out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream the EP or catch them on tour. We also want to give a huge shout out to Thomas at Warner Music Australia for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning, and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the player's profile on Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Cheers.